Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 61. My name is Eliza Gelman. I'm your host. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call, which if you don't know what it is, it is your daily poop, the most important, amazing, ethereal part of your whole day. And if you want to continue to have good ones throughout your holiday season, make sure you keep listening. So this is going to be an awesome episode. I did one last year around this time talking about different holiday recipes, different things like that. I also last year created an ebook on my website at Eliza G. What is it? My website is at Eliza G Fitness and Health and is spelled out. And I think it's like nine bucks. I might go on and just discount it just so everybody can go get it if they want, like maybe like two bucks. I don't know. But anyways, so I did one of those and it's got a couple of healthy recipes that I made last year and it was a hit. They were great. So there's some yummy dips, some healthy alternatives that you can play around with, but just know that that's on my website. It's under purchases or a store or gifts or items. I can't remember. Anyways, so not the point of the episode. So this episode, we're going to be talking about a couple things you can do over the holidays to stay extra healthy, not just working out, but, um, just some mindset tips, some ways to kind of refocus on um, the reason why we are celebrating and the reason why we get some time off work, maybe. Um, The reason why we are surrounded by family, the reason why we want to be uh, handling traditions and making new traditions. Some of us maybe aren't going to be with family this year and maybe that's new for us. Maybe it's it's the norm, but um, just so that Everyone has some way to come back and stay grounded. Uh, if this is a hard time of year for you, I know it definitely brings up some memories for me. So it's a nice time of year to kind of pivot the way that you think. Um, if, if typically this is a time of year when you start to pull up old heavy memories, maybe it's a good time to start to reform and reshape those memories and the way you think about this time of year because we are not our memories and I don't mean to get too deep with this but we're not our memories we are exactly who we are right now and we can always make that decision to either use our memories to bring us down or you know either use them to inspire us or just to create new ones if the ones that you have in the past are bringing you down. So I just want to make sure everyone has some tools under their belt, maybe a recipe or two to get through the holiday season and feel amazing and enjoy it. But first, before we get into it, I did just want to mention, go like, review, share, subscribe, comment on the podcast. It is so unbelievably helpful. I know that this might be some of y'all's first time listening to the podcast, and that's amazing. Welcome. But if not, then share it with someone. If you're sitting at work, plugged into your computer, maybe you have your headphones in, go ahead, you know, share the link. There's a little box with an arrow in it and you can send it to the first person on your contact or send it to your mom, send it to your friend, send it to your mom's friend. I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely give it a share. The best way to spread holiday cheer and the best way to help grow the podcast is by liking and reviewing. So anyone who has done that, thank you so much. And also I've been getting a lot of messages from people, not just from Charleston, but 
messages from people from um, kind of all around the state lately saying that they found the podcast, saying that they are so happy that they found it because they related to it. Or maybe they only listened to one episode, but they shared it with someone who it affected. And it makes my day. If you listen to the podcast and you don't know me personally, you don't go to my gym, you, you know, don't, we don't have mutual friends, send me a message. I love to hear that. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not just saying that to blow smoke. I truly, from my deepest part of my heart, makes me, it makes me feel so good. So thank you guys for always sending your love and letting me know that you are here. I see you. I feel you. I love you. And let's get into it. So episode 61, eating over the holidays and some foods to avoid and some tips to have under your belt. The first thing to get into are just a couple of things that might be common knowledge to some folks. Others, they might think that I'm crazy, but here we are. So some common things that we hear after the holidays or even after one day of the holidays is, oh my God, I feel so bloated. Oh my God, I'm constipated. I got off track with my diet. I got off track with my eating. Blah, blah, blah. Guilt, 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 shame. Just all these heavy feelings. And the truth is, is that there's nothing we can do to change what we did uh, yesterday. There's nothing we can do to control what happens tomorrow. All we can do is focus on right now. So I think that a couple of different things we can do is really before the seasons or before the holidays, start to think about some foods that maybe in the past have, you know, don't make you feel amazing. And if you're one of those people like myself who just doesn't have portion control, either try and find a healthy alternative so that you can bring your own, let's say pumpkin pie. Uh, try and find your own recipe that maybe maybe uses gluten-free crust or maybe it uses like coconut whipped cream instead of dairy whipped cream and you use a coconut base so there's no dairy in it. Um, so if you break out a lot or if you have eczema or if you know that you retain a lot of water when you start to eat a lot of dairy, maybe that is one uh, one fix or one small hack that you could do just on your own. So start to think about those types of foods that maybe make you feel bloated, make you feel swollen. For me personally, this is something along the lines of something with processed sugar. So if I eat a lot of like candied pecans, or if I eat sugary desserts, or if I eat, I mean, honestly, if I eat too much of anything, but also if I'm drinking a lot during the meals, then I get super bloated. So I try to avoid drinking water with my meals and I do, I drink water afterwards so that, you know, I can get rid of some of that salt. I won't bloat too bad, but we're also going to probably be drinking some alcohol. Maybe a good idea would be to find an organic, super low sugar, low sulfite wine to bring, to bring to your holiday party. I know that I'm having a a work holiday party at my house this Saturday. So I'm going to be getting a couple of organic bottles of wine and I'm going to try to find, I have one recipe that I'm going to share with you guys that I'm going to be making. So if you can find alternative to things that make you feel like shit typically. So if like wine typically makes you feel awful, find a really nice organic biodynamic type of wine that isn't going to give you some crazy hangover. Maybe avoid things like muddled wine that's full of sugar and wine and 
and syrups, things like that, that will give you a headache and then will fuck up your stomach. Um, also processed sugars and things like that, that are found in those pastry desserts that we're going to have in chocolates in different types of pies, anything that you get really like, even honestly, even ice cream, vanilla ice cream that you're probably going to have on pecan pie, all that praline syrupy stuff that comes on pie. That's all, that's something that's really terrible for your gut microbiome. Um, really harmful for the bacteria in your gut. So avoiding things like processed sugar. Also, if you know that you're going to be sitting down and having a huge meal, I really challenge you to actually sit down when you eat. So a lot of the times we'll be passing through the kitchen, passing through the living room. There's probably going to be some nuts, some charcuterie, some stuff, a veggie tray, maybe some hummus all around the living room. So there's going to be food surrounding you. So if you know that you're not going to not eat, which I don't encourage anyone to not eat on Thanksgiving or during the holidays, like do what you want to do. That's fine. Um, But I would say challenge yourself to actually sit and enjoy that meal get a plate. Don't just grab handfuls and handfuls and handfuls. Be conscious and be aware. Grab a plate, load it up with some stuff. Try and have some veggies on there for some fiber that will help fill you up and keep it, you know, keep you intact. And you're not going to have like explosive diarrhea later. So have a plate of food while you're eating your food, sit down, make eye contact with someone, have an actual conversation and don't chew with your mouth open and don't chew in between, in between words, you know, give yourself some time, chew your food, let other people talk, listen, and then it will be your turn to talk. Don't shovel food into your mouth while you're trying to have a real conversation with someone. I promise you that small adjustment is going to help you remember the whole reason why you're celebrating the holidays. We're here to give thanks. We're here to um, be appreciative of what we have and be grateful and spend quality time with people that we love. So definitely challenge you to sit down, slow down, enjoy your food, make a plate. I know it all sounds super simple, but if you're listening to this and then you find yourself strolling back and forth between the kitchen, getting handfuls of things, that's already, and I'm not saying counting calories, but these things do add up. And you know, the best thing is feeling normal and like yourself the next day. So some things like loading your plate up with vegetables and vegetables without oil before you dive into the potatoes, before you dive into the turkey and the pie and things like that. So have a big plate of vegetables. I promise you having that intact fiber from like a big salad or a veggie dish is going to help you. It's going to help fill you up before you fill yourself up with all those added oils and sugars and starches, um, that don't give you as much nutrients as let's say a big kale salad with some butternut squash. I'll give you guys a recipe for that, but yeah, so those are a couple of little tips to just make sure that you're keeping your mind right during the holidays. So sit down. If you're having a drink, have it separate from food. Give yourself, give yourself like 20 minutes after you eat to have any more liquid, give your body the chance to hydrate. Um, uh, if you are having your big meal, let's say, I'd say the average time on Thanksgiving to have your big meals around four o'clock. So it's an earlier meal, but you're still going to be hungry beforehand. So definitely wake up that day have your same routine. You know, don't just wake up and say, oh, it's Thanksgiving and like beat your chest and go eat a turkey leg immediately. So wake up, 
Enjoy your slow morning if you have that luxury. Wake up, have your slow morning, have your 32 ounces of room temperature water with pink Himalayan sea salt in it. Have your hot water with lemon if you can, then have your coffee. Still have your morning. If you have the luxury of having that day off of work, give yourself five to 10 minimum minutes of movement. Um, That's what I do every single holiday. I always get really anxious and I get exhausted when I'm around that many personalities and that much energy. I take it all in and I sometimes don't know how to release it. So in the mornings, I make sure that I have my slow morning, my rituals, and I'll probably meditate this year. That's something that I'm trying to do twice a day now. It's That's a personal thing. We don't have to go into it, but have your morning. Go for a little walk. Walk your dog. Your, if you have a dog also, your dog's probably going to be experiencing some anxiety because there are going to be so many people around. You're going to be gone. People are going to be moving. There's going to be different shit happening. So take a little walk. Move your body. Have that ritual. If you have the opportunity to whatever, go be that family that runs a 5K or Maybe you just go for a little jog in your neighborhood. Maybe you pull out a band that you have in your closet and you do some squats. Maybe you have a little baby and you know that they want to go outside and play. Maybe actually go play with them in the morning. Or if it's such a small baby that you can't, you know, do that with them. They can't kick a ball yet or maybe they can't even stand. Hold them. Do some air squats. Let them hang out. Let them cry for 30 seconds while you do push-ups. You know, it'll be all good. Just make sure that you're getting some form of movement in for yourself before you surround yourself with a bunch of different personalities. So that is one thing. Uh, If you also are, you know, you're going to have your meal, your big meal around three, four, five, start your day with a big green smoothie. Um, I have a smoothie that I give a lot of people that I work with for nutrition. I give them, um, they say, hey, what's a good recipe for a green smoothie? And I love to have, this is all in my um, Nutribullet. It'll be like two stalks of celery, a couple handfuls of spinach, half of a pear or half of an apple. Um, a whole entire lemon. I just throw the entire thing in. I just peel it and throw the entire thing in. Then I will do sometimes some cucumber. I'll do a little bit of ginger since it's cold right now. And then I'll kind of let that sit for like five or 10 minutes after I blend it up so that it, and I'll use water as well. And maybe some like chia seeds and flax seeds, but yeah, no, there's no blender bomb in there. There's no nothing. It's all just like super, super fiber. I will blend that up, let it sit for five or 10 minutes. So it's not super cold. Then I'll chug that. That'll be my morning. Have a great conference call after that. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Write that recipe down, but start your day with some type of greens because the rest of your day, I can promise you the majority of your food is going to be brown. So starting your day with some vitality with a little bit of nutrient dense foods, pack in that smoothie. Even if you're not a smoothie person, if you know that you're not going to be prioritizing your greens and your fruits and your vegetables later, go ahead and do it. Go, you know, there's going to be a smoothie shop down the street, probably open. And if not, you're going to go to the grocery store before to get everything that you need for the holidays. So you may as well pack, you know, pack in a little bit more to your cart so that you have enough to make a green smoothie or some type of green leafy beverage in the morning. That's super easy to digest. That's not going to throw off your entire routine. Those are some tips that I have. And before we get into the next tip and something that I really just want to make sure that people hear me on. I do want to make sure everyone knows that I am putting together something called Project Momentum. And it's something that I've been working on for a few weeks now. It is going to be a plant-based introductory 
introductory uh, recipe guide for people who are wanting to challenge themselves after the holidays to integrate more plant-based recipes into their diet. So what it's going to be is I've created a one month template. It'll have grocery guides or grocery lists per week. It will have breakfast, lunch, dinner options. It will have all these recipes that you need. They're all plant-based. It's not custom for anybody. It's a general meal guide, but the recipes are bomb. And they're recipes that I have created myself or have found really a lot of success with clients that I've worked with with nutrition. So it's going to be everything that you need. I'm also going to create a private Facebook page for everyone who wants to join. It's going to end up being $79 to join for the month as we are going to have. Um, you're going to have all your meals planned out. You're going to have um, your, and again, these are not like prescription meals. This is basically just accountability. You'll have a mid-month call on Facebook live and Instagram Live potentially with everyone who's in the group. You guys can join the group together. You guys can write and send pictures. You can say, hey, this recipe made me feel bloated. Hey, this recipe made me feel really good. Oh, these are my results. These are my or or maybe there's a day where you're like, oh fuck this, I don't want to do it. And you're gonna have a whole group of accountability to hold yourself accountable. So this is not just for uh people that are already working for me with me. This is for anybody. So guys, girls, anyone who's interested in kind of just adopting more plant-based recipes into their lifestyle, you know, you can follow it as loosely or as strictly as you want. All these recipes can be doubled so that you can feed your family, all these different things. So um definitely consult a doctor if you have any dietary restrictions or anything like that, but it is a general guide that everyone can purchase. And once I get it up on the website, you guys can purchase it. It will send you a PDF. It'll be awesome. And we can do check-ins all the time. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be really fantastic. And it's a really great gift. So I'm going to try and get it together so that it starts December 1st and it will go all the way until, or not December 1st, excuse me. It'll go January 1st to the end of January so that you have that full month and you can kind of kickstart your year. That's why I called it project momentum. Anyways, be on the lookout for more information on that. And if you have questions, feel free to DM me, send me an email at elizagfit.com or at Gmail. Okay, so next tip that I do have is we always, like I said, we always hear that, you know, people want to get back on track with their healthy eating habits right after the holidays. They're like, okay, as soon as Thanksgiving day is over, like I'm getting right back into it. But that's not always the case because like myself, if you're the one hosting Thanksgiving, you're going to have a shit ton of food left over. I know last year there was a pot of queso in my house for like a week and a half and there was um, mashed potatoes in, we all know that one bag of mashed potatoes that's left in the refrigerator because all the Tupperware is all, <laughs> all the Tupperware is all gone, all used up. And so people just find some giant Ziploc and start shoveling potatoes into it. So I'm just eating spuds out of a bag for two weeks after Thanksgiving. Thanks guys. Um, anyways, so we're all going to have super filling dense Thanksgiving food in our refrigerator for like a week afterwards. And we don't want to be wasteful. Um, but maybe there's not anywhere for us to go donate it immediately. Uh, maybe, maybe you don't want to give it away, but you also don't want to feel like a total shit bag for eating all like three slices of pie for breakfast the next morning. So one thing that I really recommend is to be the guest that brings a salad or a vegetable dish or something a little bit lighter. Because I will tell you this, no matter how much you think you want to, or how many times you ask people, hey, bring something healthy, you know, I would love for everybody to like 
bring in a veggie tray or like a hummus plate or whatever, someone's still going to bring a a Tupperware full of queso. Someone's still going to go by the store and bring in a thing of cinnamon buns. Someone's still going to bring in a whole fried turkey from Bojangles. Someone's still going to bring in all the pie with all the gluten and all the dairy and all the eggs. Don't worry. You're still going to get all of that stuff. But if you make it a point to say, hey, really trying to be conscious, so I'm going to make a big salad or I would love if people say, hey, what can I bring? Actually tell them don't if you if you actually are serious about not having crap and shit in your crappy and shit. Oh, awesome. If you're really serious about having healthy food in your fridge and getting back onto the healthy track sooner rather than later after the holidays, don't be passive aggressive. Someone texted me today and said, hey, what can I bring for Thanksgiving X, Y, and Z? And I said, you know, maybe bring like a nice bottle of wine for everyone to have, like a nice organic bottle of wine. Or if you want a veggie tray would be really great. I'm not lying. I'm serious. Like bring a veggie tray. It's one of those things where if you want something, then you have to actually ask for it or else you're not going to get it. If someone is actually asking you, Hey, what can I bring? Tell them, Hey, bring something healthy because then there's no excuse for them to have brought in an entire, um, like butter casserole. I don't know. I'm not good at Thanksgiving. I don't know these things, but I do know that there are healthy alternatives. And the more you ask people to be conscious of what they're bringing, the more healthy options that you're going to have. Don't worry. You're still going to get the cookies and the pie and the whipped cream and all that stuff. Don't worry. But if you do have even 10% more vegetables or less oils or less gluten or less cheese, then, you know, I think that's, that is a huge, huge, huge improvement. And it also just makes you a little more aware of what you're putting in your body. And I guarantee you're just going to feel a little bit better if you're packing yourself with a little bit more fiber. Um, and less sugary beverages and perhaps we switch to Trulies this year instead of like a yingling you know anyways so that's one tip that I do have and I want to share a quick recipe that I have and I just made it on uh I have it pulled up right here and it looks so good I'm so excited it's and you guys can modify this recipe to make it however you want, but I'm doing a huge Friendsgiving staff Thanksgiving at my house this coming Saturday. And there will be probably, I'm going to guess like 20 people and there will probably be more. And if there are, I hope, I hope there are, you know, it's going to be a great time. So one thing that I'm making, and we have this giant, beautiful, sexy salad bowl, and I can't wait to use it. It's like this dark brown mahogany smooth bowl. You guys can all picture it, I'm sure. So what I'll do is I'm going to make a giant kale salad with roasted butternut squash, pumpkin seeds, as well as pomegranate seeds. So it's going to look a little something like this. You get a big bag of kale. You chop it up really fine. You start to massage it with your hands so that you can kind of break up those fibers and make it a little less rigid. I do that with like two tablespoons of olive oil and I'll rub that around. You can also do toasted sesame oil. I don't think that would be terrible. I think that'd be great in warming. So, but I'm going to do use olive oil, rub it around with my hands for like a full 60 seconds. It feels so good. It's satisfying. It breaks up. It's awesome. While you let that sit afterwards, you're going to heat up a pan. I like to use nonstick so I don't have to use oil. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's, get a bunch of butternut squash, and I'm going to season the butternut squash with a tiny bit of maple syrup, a little bit of um, cinnamon, 
as well as some vegan butter that I have from Mioikos, and it's amazing, and you can get it at Trader Joe's. It's up in the um, dairy aisle, but it's like a blue package, and it's great. So a little bit of that so that it's a nice, sweet, pumpkin-y, buttery type of squash, but also brings that warming element to the salad. So I'll do that. I'll saute that for five to seven minutes on a medium heat until it gets a little bit brown. I like to cover it so that it can kind of cook through. And then while that sits after it's done, I'll turn that off on or on like a super low heat. <clears throat> I'll add in just a tiny, tiny bit of coconut aminos and tahini and lemon to a mixing bowl. Mix that all up. So it's going to be tahini, a tiny bit of coconut aminos. And you guys are going to have to just do your own measuring for this because I really don't know. Um, and then a little bit of lemon. So I'll, I'll probably squeeze like an entire lemon up in there. And then I'll do like two tablespoons worth of apple cider vinegar. I'm going to mix that all up, dump that into the salad. I'm going to massage it even more with my hands. You should see me right now. I'm actually using my hands to massage this this hypothetical salad. Um, mix that all up. It's going to be great. And then before you serve it, I would keep those two things separate. So keep the salad room temperature. You can cover it up with some parchment paper or cover it up with like a big plate, cover it up with, I like to use wax paper so that flies don't get to it. It stays room temperature um, and it stays fresh. And then keep the butternut squash separate right before you serve it. You can toss in like a half a cup of pumpkin seeds, that are not salted, just roasted pumpkin and seeds. You can, and then like a cup of pomegranate seeds. And if you don't want to use pomegranate seeds, you can use blueberries. Those are amazing. You can use uh, cranberries. Just make sure they're not a bunch of processed sugar in them. So that's why I like pomegranate seeds. And they just give it that like Christmassy holiday fall pop. Uh, then you add in your warm butternut squash and it is so good. It's so beautiful. Highly recommend that big kale salad for anyone. And if you want more of like an earthy feel to it, you can always add in a little bit of curry powder. I think that would be awesome with it as well. So that's my holiday recipe. So any of my coworkers who listen to the podcast, that's what you'll be feasting on or not. And you can choose not to eat it if you want. Hope not. That way I can have it for a week. But it's going to be a huge fat salad. It's going to be great. And that is what I wanted to mention as far as recipes go. Um, also some quick switches. If you are saying, okay, I'm going to bring a charcuterie board. There are so many cheeses that are dairy free like you can go to whole foods or harris teeter or trader joe's and find so many different kinds of spreads and dips that are amazing some of my favorites are the mioikos and the kite hill and there are a bunch of different brands and i don't really remember what they are but they have like hard cheeses that look exactly like regular cheese they're made either with a cashew base or an almond base so i mean if anybody has an allergy just let them know but otherwise, they're incredible. Get some rice crackers so that it's actually like a plant-based charcuterie board. I guarantee you, if you don't tell anybody it's a nut-based cheese, they won't fucking know. It is so hard to tell the difference. They're incredible. There's a brie. You can melt it with a little bit of like pepper jelly if that's your jam. LOL. Um, definitely recommend it. That's what I'll be doing is a bunch of celery, a bunch of cucumbers, a bunch of rice crackers, a bunch of sesame sticks, a bunch of those uh, vegan cheeses, and nobody will know the difference and everyone's going to be awesome and feeling great and have soft banana poops the next morning. So enjoy. That's what I'll be doing. One thing I also wanted to mention, this is going to be fairly challenging for people and I think that this is something that people make excuses for more than anything else on the holidays. One thing that I truly challenge everyone to do 
is before you get to said event, before you get to your Friendsgiving, your staff potluck, your whatever. This ties into my first tip of like sitting down, enjoying your food, having a plate, you know, chewing carefully, chewing thoroughly and listening. I challenge everyone to find a Polaroid camera. Maybe you go to CVS and you get a disposable camera. Maybe you go and you get um, some little type of camera that you can take photos on that isn't your phone. And I truly challenge you for the first hour that you're there, even the whole night, even 40 minutes to not use your phone. It will blow your mind. I kind of want to put a little sign up in my house that says like, um, get disconnected while staying connected and have my little Polaroid camera and my little um, disposable camera. That's what I want to do. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. So I can't wait. It will truly make all the difference in the world and truly bring some perspective to why people gather, why people enjoy the holidays, why why are we here? Um, we're lucky enough to live in a society where even the people who are um, living paycheck to paycheck are going to find some type of um, holiday cheer around, whether it's like walking around the neighborhood and seeing Christmas lights, whether it is being invited to a social event, whether it's, it's anything. But this is a time where we really are able to disconnect with the outside world and get present. So get your feet on the ground, feel it, take your shoes off. Um, it, you might be going to event with a significant other and you've never met their family. You don't want to be the person in the corner just on their phone the whole time. And, and not like it's all about what others think of you, but if you notice that you are not being present and you're spending all of your time scrolling through Instagram or you're potentially just texting people who aren't there or you're checking Snapchat, you're checking things that aren't actually that important and that's taking up your space and you're saying, well, I'm only doing it because I'm not enjoying my time here. Well, you're not enjoying your time there because you're not appreciating it. I challenge you to find one thing that you're grateful for as soon as you walk in the door, whether it be the way you're greeted, whether it be, oh my God, the house is warm. I can take my jacket off or, oh my God, I'm in a house. Like there are so many things for us to be grateful for and to reevaluate the whole reason why you're there. Maybe there, maybe you get there and you're a super picky eater and you're like, I don't like anything here. One, you should have thought about that before and bring a Go Macro bar or something or a Blender Bomb. But two, it's still okay. You're in a warm house with a loving environment. And whether or not you are surrounded by coworkers or friends or family or strangers, it is a time to celebrate something. Be grateful for something. Feet on the ground, take a big deep breath, put your phone down. It will be there when you get back. But if you really truly are just like, well, I want to make sure I have photos. Thanksgiving still happened if it wasn't on Snapchat. You know, if some, if, if grandpa Earl is doing a keg stand, perhaps go get your phone so that you can document that event, but also get it on Polaroid. It's pretty funny, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you're staying present. Um, and I really do challenge everyone to put their phone away for the first 30, 40 minutes. See how long you can go without it just being a habit. Put it in a place where it's not easy to get to so you can't just reach for it and be like, oop, forgot. Um, 
I think that's going to be a really beautiful way to celebrate. I have noticed that if I am sitting down scrolling through my phone or watching TV, I eat twice as much. But if I'm sitting down, I've been trying to like look at my bowl of food and say, okay, this is chickpea pasta. These are tomatoes. This is avocado. And really dissecting what I'm eating and appreciating every bite, I eat a normal amount, which is still probably more than a normal person. But I eat enough I eat what I need and I don't eat a bunch extra. So being present in that moment is more than just about being grateful, but it is more, it's just about being self-aware, um, listening to people, fully absorbing what they're saying. It helps take out any reactive element that you're feeling. So just wanted to put that out there. You can always get a disposable camera. You can always, you know, you and all your friends pitch in five bucks, get a Polaroid, get a disposable camera. They're not that expensive. You can get them at Walgreens, um, CVS, wherever. And I think you can get them at like Harris Teeter. I, I really think that's a great idea. You could always bring topic cards. If you don't know what to bring for food, you bring some cards, bring like Pictionary, bring categories, bring what do you mean? Like a game you can get on Amazon right now. And if you're like, oh shit, I'm so busy. I don't have to cook it, have time to cook anything. Go on Amazon right now, find a $3 game, buy it. It'll be at your house tomorrow. Send it to the house, send it to your work. I genuinely think that like making that effort to be aware of what you're bringing, um, how you're setting up, how you're showing up. So starting your day with some movement, with your hydration, with those greens, um, with gratitude, and then keeping your same routine that same morning, then following it with maybe a, a plant-based cheese along with the other cheese that you have. Asking people when they ask you, um, hey, what do you want me to bring? Ask them to bring something healthy and, and put that on them. Just do what you can to enjoy these holidays so that you can not even bounce back. There doesn't need to be this stigma where we all you know, unbutton our pants after a meal, every meal, just because that's what we're used to. You can break that mold and it doesn't have to be just because of your holidays. Now, if this is now, if this is a holiday that has been triggering for people in the past, I know last year, like I was in Charleston for Christmas and Thanksgiving, and I really didn't see many family members. I drove up one day to see my grandparents, but um, I've been truly seeking out more familial connections and trying to be grateful for everything that I have. But at the same time, if this is a triggering holiday for you, then even more reason to stay present, stay where you are. Um, if people invite you outside of your family, outside of the norm, you can go with them. You People are inviting you because they love you. So if you have an opportunity to go to a work happy hour, even if you spend Thanksgiving doing something that you just normally do and you don't have some wild party event to go to, that's okay. Last year, and I don't want anyone to feel bad for me for saying this because I don't feel bad for me. Please fucking don't. I woke up last morning, last Christmas on Christmas day by myself and I had the best morning. I knew that I had plans later on in that day. And just because it was a year that like, yeah, I didn't have my mom and I wasn't like, my dad doesn't celebrate Christmas and my sister lives in Boston. There were a couple of different road roadblocks that made it so that I, it was, I stayed home and my roommates were gone, but I woke up, I had my coffee slow. I wasn't feeling sorry for myself because I woke up in a home, in a bed with money in my bank account. And I, I didn't feel bad for myself. And this isn't a holiday where we 
like we have nothing to say even if you've been up Shit's creek it's still you can still find something to be grateful for and um there are a lot of people that wish that they were in our shoes my shoes your shoes um and just being present for the holidays is just a game changer um your memories do not and your your habits and your memories they don't have to create you um you know you don't have to you don't have to just rely on the old memories that you have to compare what's happening to you now so the more you're going to compare past memories and maybe better holidays to what you have right now the less happy you'll be so truly challenging yourself to not default to past triggers, whether they be good or bad. See what's happening right now. See where you are right now. Anywho, be on the lookout, you guys. I hope you liked that episode, but be on the lookout for Project Momentum. We're going to be talking more about that on the next episode. Next episode, we're going to be doing like a holiday wish list giveaway for like healthy holiday gifts, as well as just some awesome gifts and I'll have some discount codes for you guys. I've got some blender bomb discount codes. If you ever want to buy blender bombs, you can get, um, I think like 15% off. If you use my code Eliza G 10, I think it's gone up to 15, but use Eliza G 10 for now. And you can get some dollar bees off of your blender bombs. If you go to, um, blenderbombs.com, but we're also going to be doing some more info on, you know, some fun, maybe sexy gifts to give away either for friends or for family or for significant others. You don't have to give your family sexy gifts. I'm not saying get your stepdad lube, but I'm saying, you know, there are going to be some things that we can choose that maybe you wouldn't have thought of. So get excited for that and always feel free. Send me a message, like, share, subscribe to the Hotter Than Health podcast, anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you all so much for listening. I cannot wait for next week. Everybody enjoy your Thursday.